how to make more than $1,000 a month on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by SocialPilot, the social media and marketing tool for bloggers and small businesses. Join over 20,000 social media pros at servenomaster.com backslash socialpilot today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now, then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. I'm sitting here for a beautiful 5 a.m. sunrise, and I'm excited to take you through the next phase of building your little financial empire. Now that you've had a chance to take some action and make that first $1,000 a month, take those first action steps we talked about in that previous episode about make your first $1,000. Now it's time to go beyond that and make more than $1,000 a month. What we want to do now is accelerate your efficiency. And there's really two ways to measure and to achieve that. And the first way is to have more free time. And the second way is to make more money. Those are really the two results we're looking for this month. So more free time. Let's say you're working three hours a day to hit your $1,000 a month. If we can knock that number down to two hours a day and keep your $1,000 a month the same, that's an increase in profit. That's increased efficiency. That your new reward is more free time. But I have a feeling right now you'd rather make more money. So instead, you'd rather work those same three hours and make $150 or $200, kind of bump up that total number. And that's where we're going to help you make more money. And the two ways we can really do that are, number one, to write faster. That's the first way you can achieve that. If you work faster and you write faster, then you'll get more work done in less time. That's the first way to accelerate. And if you want to accelerate that way, grab a copy of my book, 20K in a Day. That book is all about how to be the fastest writer possible, how to be more efficient, how to be more swift. And that will help you improve your writing efficiency, the writing speed. But at a certain point, you can't write any faster. So today, what we're really going to talk about is the other way to accelerate, which is to get paid more. There are places that will pay you one penny per word. Write a thousand words, get $10. There are also places that will pay you 35 cents a word, write a thousand words, get $350. So we want to find those better jobs, those better sources, those more profitable places. So after you've checked out 20K in a day, and if you have Kindle Unlimited, it's free. And sometimes I have it on 99 cent promotions. Sometimes I have it on other promotions. Those are one of the great places where you can really learn to write fast. But now it's time to go in another direction. And before we get started digging into making more money, I want to make sure that you finished part one, that you took the correct action steps to make that first $1,000 in a single month. And those key six action steps were to join three writing mills, to create your portfolio, to prep and place that portfolio online so people can easily access it, potential customers and clients. Number four, to maximize your earnings by taking all of the necessary tests, by creating the best profiles possible, by doing everything you can, certifying all your education levels to get them to push you up to the higher payment tiers. Your fifth step was to capture real estate, which was to put up profiles on Fiverr, Upwork, social media, maybe start your blog, ideally get all those things done. 
get all those pieces out there, guru.com, warrior forum, put up your first post. All of those little pieces of real estate are the beginnings that we're going to build on this month. Those are the foundations for what we're going to do next. And of course, your sixth step was to grab as many reviews as you can, as many different ways as you can. So now we're beginning this phase with a new goal in mind. And you need to choose which of these two goals is more important to you. You can either make your $1,000 a month in less time, or you can make more money in the working the same amount of time. I want you to think about those and kind of choose what's more important to me, working less or making more money. If you are really focused on starting your own full business and you're just using this part to raise funds or to make ends meet, having that more free time, which you can then dedicate to other work is still very valuable. Step one of our process of our make more than a thousand dollars a month process is to build your website and have a ton of materials walking you through how to buy a website, how to find a domain name, how to connect your domain name to hosting, how to kind of set everything in place. And I'll post a link below this directly to the blog post, which is about getting started, how to get your blog started today. And beyond that, you can go to servedomaster.com backslash blog dash blueprint. And I have my entire blueprint for starting a blog, my very simple program at a massive discount for you. You can check it out there. It's got a really nice low price and it really just walks you through more extensively. Some people need a little bit more help and you can check it out at blog-blueprint. And again, that link is below. You can start with the free blog post and then you can check out the blueprint and that will help you to get your, the step-by-step of the blog. Okay, if you need the step-by-step through the mechanics and the actual process and the walkthrough, that's what I provide in the blueprint. But let me give you the big picture here as much as I can share in pure audio. We want to get a couple of key pages in your website. First of all, you need the homepage, which is the welcome to my site page, welcome to who I am page. You also need your about page, your a sales page, a contact page, and a blog page. The blog page is allowing you to add more content. It allows you to demonstrate your writing and demonstrate your expertise. Now you can kind of merge these pages. Some people just have a single homepage that says, hey, welcome to writingbyjonathan.com. I'm a writer who has written these types of projects. If you want to see some samples of my work, here's some samples, boom, 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 boom. Here's the type of work that I can do. I can write sales letters. I can write copy for this. I can write books. I can write articles. To see what I can do for you, click this little form. And it's a form, and then you hop on the phone together. Or you can have an order form. So you can merge them all into a single page. But we want to go a little bit beyond that and kind of have a five-page website for now, which will make you seem one step more professional. We want to go one step beyond that. The reason we do this and build it this way is it future-proofs you. You can then add in additional skills. You can add in other stuff to your resume or to your portfolio. It's just an easier way of building it. But doing a single-page one is fine if that's as far as you can take it. If that's as much as you can handle right now, that's okay. We really have basically our basic goal, the one-page blog, and our stretch goal, the five pages. And again, you could do this very simply. You buy your domain name at Namecheap. You set up hosting with a small orange or WPX hosting, which is who I use mainly now, and have all the links below this video, of course, so you can easily find everything. And you just connect everything. You click the one button. It says install WordPress. You click install. And then from there, it's really intuitive. It's not, I had self-taught myself. It's not super complicated. It's not like coding. So it's not too overwhelming. And you can build a really nice website very quickly. While you're working on this, we can begin step two. And the first thing we want to do is beef up your real estate. And this is where you 
Again, continue to improve your profiles, continue to improve your ads. Each different platform we've talked about, guru.com, warriorforum.com, and upwork.com, they all have a different process. Some of them have a bidding process. Some of them have a process where you just get found and people message you. Same thing on Fiverr. You can begin to start setting up your Fiverr profile as well and expanding. So now you have four pieces of real estate. I recorded a special video for you where I cover all of this part, how to beef up your profiles uh, that you can watch next. That's the next video post. But first of all, get through this. That's really part three. And this is part two of this process. But I do have a video where I show you exactly how to do that. My process is to simply look at what other people are doing and be a little bit better. So it's reverse engineer and improve. Reverse engineer and improve. Say, oh, this is what someone's ad looks like. I can make an ad look like this, but look a little bit better. Make my graphics 5% better. Make my story 5% better. And doing those little steps will make a big, big difference. You then want to connect all of your profiles back to your blog. As I demonstrate in that video, what's really great is if your profiles all connect together really, really easily. So if someone sees your thing on Fiverr, they can find your blog. If someone sees you on Upwork, they can find your blog and find more of your resume, connect with you more directly. This allows you to make more money more than anything else. People who hire you through those platforms they have to pay them a percentage anywhere from five to 20% goes to the platforms. But when they hire you directly through your website, you get to keep all of it. So there's a lot of value there. We want to connect everything together. We also want to continue to generate more reviews. As much as we're beefing up the profiles, having reviews and having testimonials for each of those different profiles is also a very, very valuable step in that process. And number four, you want to connect to social media profiles. So You can make a Facebook page for your writing work. You can make a Twitter account for your writing work. You can have a separate account that's just about this project. So all your freelance writing stuff. So I would have Jonathan Wright, Twitter at at Jonathan Wright, Facebook at Jonathan Wright, LinkedIn at Jonathan Wright, whatever it is. I'm not sure if I would do a custom LinkedIn one. That's one to think about. I might, but I would definitely do a custom Twitter, custom Facebook, its own Instagram account, its own all your social media platforms, right? So create one so it's all a separate thing. I'm actually on LinkedIn. I think I would do a LinkedIn business page for this. And that way it makes it easier and easier for people to find you. Creating those platforms and connect them onto your blog allows you to have infrastructure. So now if someone finds you on Facebook, they can find your website and they can order. If someone finds you on Twitter, they can find you. There's lots of places where people can find you. The easier you make it for people to find you, the more likely they are to find you. Once you have this infrastructure in place, We want to bring in traffic. Now, traffic is people, leads, people hearing about your business, people hearing about your writing stuff. Now, you can make an absolutely great killing, a great living through Upwork and have a blog post coming out that's all about how to just use Upwork alone and kind of build a business. But we want to go beyond that and kind of have more control of your destiny. What we're building here is multiple sources of revenue. When Upwork and Elance merged, a lot of people that were making really good money in Elance started to suffer. There were more people in the pool of applicants and they didn't know how to adapt. The whole marketplace has changed. I can tell you right now, as someone who places orders on Upwork, I often find it very displeased. I'm not a big fan of the changes they've made. I've said that before and I'll say it again. I don't like the new platform. I find it very hard to hire people. There are certain things on the platform that make it more challenging for people to hire you. There are a lot of people who want to hire, try to use Upwork and run into problems. So you can still go into Upwork and make good money. Okay. You can get through Upwork easily to five or $10,000 a month alone. The problem is that your 
dealing with a single source of customers. And every time Upwork goes through a change or a new iteration, or if it runs into any snags or it goes out of business, then you go out of business too. So as much as we're trying to hit numbers, I'm also trying to teach you to build a business, not a hobby. So you have infrastructure that protects you so that if Upwork's website gets deleted, your clients, your previous clients, your previous customers could still find you simply by finding your website. And I can tell you right now that of people I've hired on Upwork and Elance in the past, probably 60% of them, if I liked their work, I went and tried to find their website. If someone's a really good worker, I'll usually try to hire them full time. About six months ago, the person who designed the podcast logo, I thought he did a great job. I'm not even sure why I gave the person a job. They haven't done a lot of work. They've probably done 30 jobs ever on Fiverr, but I hired them. He did a great job. And I kept trying to get them to communicate with the outside Fiverr. It's a break. You're not allowed to break the rules, but if you could find a way to find the person's website, then I, would, I wanted to hire him full-time to be my full-time graphics guy. Enough work for him to keep him busy all the time. And he was making so little on Fiverr, I know that I could offer him a better wage. Totally resistant. Someone who's making five or $10 a month on Fiverr, impossible to hire them outside of Fiverr. Don't be like that. Other people I've hired directly, and then I pay them the same amount of money. If I pay someone $300 through Elance or through Odesk, they might have to pay as much as $60 to the website if it's their first time working for me. So if I hire them directly, that's a $60 bonus. Boom. It's a nice raise. We want to make it easy for people to hire you and want to build that infrastructure to protect you for the future so that you aren't back here in three months going, hey, something changed in Upwork. I was doing well, but all my clients disappeared. I'm protecting you from the future. This is the structure of a real business. The same reason that Servant Master has so much infrastructure. It's to protect me from a single point of failure. Step three, phase three, part three of today's lesson is traffic. Bring in the masses, bringing people to your business. The first place you're going to generate traffic is social media. And there are a lot of ways to do social media traffic. I covered extensively in some social media blueprints. I covered extensively throughout my blog. But let me give you the basic idea here. Tell everyone on social media about your new website. That's enough. Tell your friends about it. Get the word out about it. You don't have to go beyond that. Say, hey, check out my new website. What do you think of my new website? Tell people about my new website. If you know anyone who needs writing work, let them know about my website. That's enough. People will begin to share on social media. That's level one, leveraging your existing context. Beyond that, you can do more of the things that I teach about in the blog blueprint, which is what you share your posts on Facebook, you use your Facebook page, and you maybe run a contest to drive more people. There are other things you can do to drive more traffic. But for now, we can get enough work just by letting our social circle and extended circle know what we're doing. If every single person in your LinkedIn network and your Facebook network knows about your writing skills and rose about your writing site, that's enough. That will begin to generate you some amazing projects. The second way to get traffic is search engine optimization. This is where you write articles on different topics to demonstrate that you're a good writer. And this really applies more than anything if you're doing a target. So if you only want to do work in your area, then you would write articles like Atlanta, Georgia, freelance writing, Atlanta, Georgia, ghostwriting. And so you would have lots of things about being in Atlanta or being in Georgia and writing and ghostwriting. If you're a specialist and all of your topics are about graveyards, you could say graveyard writing, tombstone writing, and you begin to write articles about terms that people type in when they're looking for a writer. This will generate a trickle down of work. It's not really worth your primary investment, but it is worth thinking about when you're deciding what to write about. So your writing should match what you're looking for. Number three is to print up some business cards. Get some business cards printed up that just have your name, website, and phone number on them. You can leverage these in a lot of ways. You know that I'm not a huge business card guy. 
if you've been through networking empire, you've been through the networking blueprint, you know, I talk about business cards very little, but what you can do with a really simple business card is great. If the purpose of your business card is to drive people to your website, that's very useful. So it could have something really great. You can create a theme and create an avatar for your messaging and it's on your business card. So it's a little bonus. Let me break down the idea of creating an avatar. You want to create an avatar story about yourself that you can use to get customers and clients. You want it to become a bit of your messaging. When I used to work in this industry, when I used to work selling SEO locally, which is the same thing where you approach local businesses, try to get them to be your clients and pay you great deals of money. Okay. I would want them to buy the story more than just that. People can hire millions of SEO companies. So how do you differentiate yourself when you're selling commodity? It's the story. It's exactly what musicians do all the time, which is your favorite musician, the one with the greatest story. So I would tell a story. Initially, my story was about how I was a technological wizard. I would make it sound like I was a midnight hacker who was working 24 hours fighting against the internet, like a David Goliath story. Later on, I moved into a story where I'd say I'm a mercenary who will work for the highest bidder, but then not the competition. And in that case, there's this Bruce Willis movie where he's a mercenary and these two warring factions keep hiring him back and forth to fight against their competition. It's not a great movie, but that's what I think of when I think of that story. It's a mercenary who, as long as you're paying me, I will fight on your behalf. But the second you stop paying me, someone else can hire me to fight you. And that will be my story. So you create a story that's about you being a writing mercenary, writing words that sell, writing words that grow businesses, anything like that. And you say, I'm a hired gun. It becomes a little more exciting. People like the idea of hiring a mercenary. It sounds a little bit cool, especially when they're not actually doing it. It gives them a chance to feel a bit of uh, excitement. And so that could be going back to number three on your business cards. It could say the words mercenary, you know, words for hire and a picture of a little cowboy or something. And what we're doing is creating a bit of a memory. So we're turning a business card into a tool. The business card is very little about you and very much about your customer. So instead of writing about how great you are, it's just about providing what your customer wants. And it says... Unbelievable writing, unbelievable prices, writingbyjonathan.com, and then your phone number. You don't even have to have your phone number, but you can't because you're handing it to people. And what this does is you give it to people and you say, hey, if you don't need me, fine. If you meet someone who needs a writer, just hand them the card. And that card will then begin to generate more and more people over time. Once you've created these business cards, you have your SEO and your social media in place, you want to spread the word, which means you have to go out and tell people about what you're doing. Just like on social media, you message people and you tell everyone what you're up to and you send them the link. With these business cards with face-to-face, you can do the exact same things, whether it's handing out business cards to people at work, whether that's allowed or not, you might not be able to based on your work. It might be a conflict of interest thing or cause you problems with your job. Fine. What you could do, you can go to meetup.com groups. I go to meetups all the time. It was a great place to find clients. Do not think you can't do anything great there. Go to all the different types of meetups for small business owners, entrepreneurs, PR people, whatever the different people are, technological people, programmers, and you just meet all those people and you let them know what you do and you're planting seeds. You can hand out business cards and tell about what you do, or you can just get them on social media so they can easily find you. You don't have to do the hard sell. You never have to do the hard sell. What's great is by getting the word out, when someone says to Tim, he goes, hey, Tim, I really need a writer. I need someone to help me with these blog posts. He goes, oh man, I met someone at meetup.com last night. I was an expert at that. Here's this card. Boom. You now have a new client great way to start generating revenue outside of these other platforms. Step four, phase four, is to start taking money. This is very, very important. You need to be able to get paid. There's nothing worse than when you talk a client into hiring someone who goes, you know what, you sound amazing. Let's start with a small project. Why don't you write me a hundred blog posts? Here's, let me give you $5,000. How can I pay you right now? 
And then when you go, oh, just give me cash. Not very many people keep five grand in cash in their pocket. Most people have five grand in cash on them. It's either in $1 bills and crumpled fives, or it's in a lunchbox. Okay. It's never just in someone's pocket. Very few people keep 50 crisp $100 bills in their pocket. So if you can't take payment, you'll lose that job. They go, wait a minute. You got all the way to the finish line. And then it sounds like you're a con man because you only take cash. Anyone who's serious about business, anyone who's professional needs to pay you electronically for their record keeping. You can ask for a check. Some people still use checks, but most people about under the age of 40 don't use checks at all. I haven't written a check in five or seven years. I haven't written a check for a long time. I have checks with me. I think I have checks in my safe box that I, I think I brought one check with me from America like four or five years ago. I've never written a check out of it. It was like a, in case of emergency and I've never had that emergency. People need to be able to pay you. You need to be able to accept payments. So let me talk you through, first of all, the platforms we've already discussed. We've talked about Upwork. We've talked about Guru.com. Warrior Forum it's different. So we'll cover that in a second. But Upwork, Fiverr, and Guru all process payments for you. They take the money on your behalf. When you get paid through Upwork, they take the first 20%. So if someone pays you $100, Upwork will take 20 of it. If you have the same client multiple times, once that person's paid you more than $500 and they've taken that $100 cut, it drops to 10%. Still a huge fee, but they're also finding you leads and clients. So it could still be very, very profitable. And a lot of people who are smarter will bid, take their bid and add that 10% to it so that they actually make what they want to make. So instead of saying $500, they'll say $600 or $623 or whatever. When you get paid through Fiverr, they take a dollar. So if you get a job for $20, you have to pay a dollar fee. If you get a job for $5, you have to pay them a dollar. But then after $20, it turns into 20%. No, it turns into 5%. After $20, it turns into 5%. So if you get paid $100, they take five, which is better than Upwork, which takes 10. Then on guru.com, they take between five and 9%. You can pay a monthly fee, which is around $40 to be a more premium guru.com member, in which case they lower your fee from nine to 5%. So if you're generating more, enough money that your fees are greater than $40 a month, it's worth upgrading your account. With Warrior Forum, you can't Uh, they don't process for you. You can simply post an ad and someone goes to your website or someone goes to your buy button or places an order. So for people that you find directly or for when you're trying to make more money, you need to meet someone in person. You need to be able to take their money. You need to be able to process it yourself. The value of using those other platforms, you're paying those fees to get more reviews, which gets you bigger clients. But at a certain point, you don't need more reviews. At a certain point, it makes sense to process directly. And the four ways to do that that I recommend, and again, I'll post the links below. These are the four ways that I accept payment. The first is Square. Square was the first to the market with this little white device that plugged into your phone jack on your phone and someone could swipe their credit card through it. Amazing device. Now other competitors have put them out as well. I know that PayPal has one, which I've never used. And a few other places have them. Square has been really good to me. I've never had a problem with them as a platform. And I've put great deal of money through their service. You can also use them to send an invoice to someone. So you can send someone a bill that they pay automatically and then they have a nice record that way as well. When someone pays you in person, they can swipe their credit card, you do it all through your phone and then it emails them a full receipt instantly. Very, very professional. I know certain restaurants that now use a Square device inside of an iPad when you pay at the end of your meal. They can have the entire menu programmed into their iPad. You place your order there, you do everything. It's very professional very great business. And I've used it for a long time. The second way to do payments is PayPal. Some people will only do payments through PayPal. So they'd be like, I only pay through PayPal. You have a PayPal account? I'll PayPal you right now. However, some clients go, I never use PayPal. I don't understand what it is. I would never process it that way. 
As you begin to open up these other accounts, you'll notice they all charge little uh, percentages as well. So don't expect to get, if someone sends you $1,000, don't expect $1,000 to appear in your bank account. Every payment processing platform in the world charges something. It's only as you begin to work with these different ones, you'll start to learn your fee schedules. They change all the time, so I can't tell them to you right now, but they're all anywhere between two and 6%. I can tell you with Square, if you take a payment where you swipe the credit card, they take a smaller fee than if you take the credit card over the phone or if they fill in the form online, because that means the physical card was there, so it's less likely the card was stolen. So the likelihood of fraud is lower and you get rewarded for that. The third way to process money is with Stripe. Now, the reason I'm saying Square, PayPal, and Stripe is that you can set up all four of these in one day. You can set up all of these accounts, these three accounts today and be ready to take money within an hour. You don't need a more complicated, more expensive monthly fee payment processing thing. None of these platforms charge a monthly fee. You don't need any of them. Yes, there's PayPal business. There's more expensive PayPal versions. You can start with the free version. That's more than enough. You don't need the more complicated one at all. PayPal is great because it lets you set up a recurring and you just call it a subscription. See, if you want to do a recurring payment, you have to pay for the PayPal business account. But if you just call it a subscription, then you can have someone pay a monthly fee and you don't have to pay extra. So PayPal free lets you accomplish the same things you want. They just give it a different name. There's no reason to upgrade. The fourth way to process money is called Braintree. Braintree is very similar to Stripe. In fact, I would say it's almost the exact same thing. I process a lot through Stripe when you order from me for some of my products and then back and forth with Braintree. They do the exact same thing. They seem to charge the exact same fees. Braintree, the difference is number one, it's owned by PayPal. So it integrates with PayPal a little better and could do some cool PayPal things. But number two, it takes two days to get your account. They do more of an approval process. I don't know that much about what they actually do. You just fill out the form and they either say yes or no two days later. So I would do them last and then Either you get approved or you don't. They approved me. I don't know why. They don't really tell you anything. Okay. The more difficult payment processors charge you more money, uh, provide less services, and they only really matter if you're processing fifty to hundred thousand dollars a month. So only when you're doing huge numbers do you need to worry about that stuff. Anything below fifty, these processors are more than enough, and you can move around between them. I'm saying only if you're doing fifty through any one of these processors you have to worry about changing it. With these steps in place, you now have the ability to magnify how much you're making, whether it's taking people off of Fiverr and having them hire you directly and getting yourself a nice 5% raise, whether it's taking people off of Upwork and giving yourself a 20 or 10% raise. That's a way we can begin to make more money for the same work. This will allow you to start finding clients from other places and build up your catalog of your personal clients. What you'll discover is that you start working with one-on-one clients and they give you more and more work and they become a long-term client. And that's where you start to make really big money over time. I do my writing for less than 10 clients. I've I've worked for less than 10 clients in the entirety of my ghostwriting career. When you find a good client, you do project after project for them and the prices go up. Some of my clients now pay two to three times what they paid for the first work I did for them. So you can also raise your rates in between projects. The key is to make it small. If you double your rates between projects, the person will simply fire you. But you can easily raise your rate 10% every couple of projects. So you start off saying, hey, it's $10 a blog post. A few months later, you go, hey, just letting you know, I'm getting really busy. So the price is now $11 a blog post. Boom, 10% raise. That's nice. You go from 30 to 33, whatever. It's normal. You just have to do it in the right way. As long as you don't be sneaky about it, you're going to be fine. With these payment processing tools, you can invoice people. You can take a credit card in person. You can take a recurring payment. You can do anything you want with money that's very sophisticated. And people go, wow, you're so professional. Every time I break out the little square, little white square that goes with square to take a credit card. People go, wow, that's amazing. You're the real deal. 
These steps in place are going to let you accelerate your income and break past that first thousand dollars. And now you can start to make more than a thousand dollars a month. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Serve No Master podcast. Head over to servenomaster.com backslash podcasts right now to find out how you can win a free copy of my brand new book.